everybody. Welcome to another episode of Big Ideas from the Business Intelligence Guy. I'm Nate Moore. I'm going to talk about a project I did last week for a group in the Southeast that I'd done for a group in the Midwest years and years ago. I actually saw it in uh, the first book, uh, Better Data, Better Decisions Using Business Intelligence in the Medical Practice, a book I wrote with my friend Mona Reimers. And what we tried to do uh, for both groups is to try to get our arms around, let's look ahead to tomorrow's schedule and see when patients are due to come in. And then let's look at what kind of appointments we're seeing when those patients are due to come in and get a sense for how busy the front desk is going to be, how backed up we're going to be, that kind of thing. And there are a couple of ways to do this. The original group I did it for used centricity. And then what they did with centricity is they'd go in and they would bucket the appointment types Look at and the patients and try to get their arms around. All right, is this a brand new patient? Is this a patient that was here last week and that is going to be really easy to check in and get through versus those brand new patients that are going to take a lot longer to check in? And by bucketing those appointment types and centricity, we could get a sense for how long is this patient going to take the front desk? The group I did it for last week uh, uses NextGen. And so what we did there is we looked at the events and bucketed the event types in NextGen and said, all right, here's how we're going to identify a new patient versus an established patient and use that to get a sense for how long is it going to take to go through the whole registration, demographics, all that kind of stuff at the front desk. And then what we can do is we can look ahead to tomorrow and say, all right, now we, we can get a sense for what tomorrow looks like and we chart it um, by 15-minute increments. And, you know, one of the practices I did this for, you know, they're Appointments were set every 15 minutes, and so it was easy. This group in the Southeast that I did it for last week, what we did is we said, all right, anything that happens at 9, 9.05, or 9.10, move that back to 9 o'clock, 9.15, 9.20, 9.25, count that as hitting at 9.15, and kind of bucketed it that way. Because what we're trying to get at the end of the day is a simple email that says, here's what tomorrow looks like at the front desk by location. And then if you've got multiple locations, what you can do is say, oh my goodness, we're in trouble at 10 a.m. because we've got a lot of new patients scheduled in that time frame. Let's either call and get a couple of these patients to come in early or let's bring somebody you know, from a different location or from the back office up to help at the front desk. We can see the problems coming and react to them. Now, some of you are going to say, oh, we got that covered, Nate, because we have templates and the templates only allow so many new patients in this slot, so we're never going to get overwhelmed with new patients at 10 o'clock or whatever. And that's great in theory. What I see practices do is override those templates, you know, within a day or two of the appointment because, you know, if the new patient slot isn't filled and let's say that's, you know, an hour, we might fill that with two established patient slots or four established patient slots, depending on how it works. So even if you've got templates, sometimes when those templates get overridden, then you run into bigger problems at the front desk because we overrode it and said, all right, we can get this kind of patient in or whatever. And it takes longer at the front desk than we expect. I think this kind of analysis is particularly helpful during the pandemic. If you're trying to social distance the front desk and so you, you know, hey, we're trying to social distance and we're trying to keep as few patients in our waiting area or our lobby as possible, and we got patients waiting in the car or whatever until they're called to come in or whatever. If we're doing all that, and then we have we get bombarded at 10 a.m. or 2 p.m. or whatever with a whole bunch of patients hit at the same time, it kind of defeats the whole purpose of social distancing. So really all we're doing is we're looking ahead to tomorrow. And once we see what tomorrow looks like, then we just do a simple chart like you'll see in the attached graphic to say, here's what this location or that location looks like today or tomorrow or whatever, and you can get your get a sense for 
what things are going to look like. You just look ahead and see what's going on. I think it can help from a front desk management standpoint, from a social distance or in the pandemic standpoint. And I think the big advantage is it can try to smooth this process. I mean, the last thing in the world you want is to have your most restricted, most expensive assets waiting in the back for patients to get through registration at the front because they got bombarded or slammed or whatever. And so if you can see it coming and use your physician time more efficiently, make your practice run more efficiently, it's a pretty straightforward, simple way to see what tomorrow looks like and adjust in advance. I think it's a way to make your life a bit easier at the front desk and make the whole process, the patient throughput, run a bit better. And it's not that hard to look at tomorrow and see what the data looks like. I hope ideas like this are helpful for you as you try to make your practice run just a little bit more smoothly. Thanks for joining me today.